Okay, we are continuing the Yerucha, Shiurim, Shiurim for Chaydesh Iyar, it's been sponsored anonymously for Bracha, Vahatzlacha, Vachal Tov. Okay, so we're continuing the halachas of Hasagas Kvul, of competition, and um, last week, the last Shiurim, we talked about the concept of a Yom Hashuk when um, outside non-residents could come and sell. And the question was, could they only sell to other non-residents? Could they sell to local residents? They weren't allowed to go knocking on doors. We compared that to, the, uh, to being online and things like that, like a global market. Um, and now, um, and then there was a question about loans. Is that the same thing? Okay, so now we're going to start on page 34. And on page 34, that's where we're up to, we're going to start another concept, and that's the concept of toivas halakuchais. Meaning, till now, we were handling the concept of a, someone coming and competing with another businessman, another store owner, and how that affects his business, and does he have a right to protest or not. So if it's a non-resident of the city, so you could say, listen, you're affecting my business, and you can't be here. So now we're going to move, and we, we, I think we, we touched on this um, last time as well, what happens if we're talking about the good of the community, the good of the purchasers? So how does that play a role into this Shaila? Till now we're just talking about the two competitors, but how does that affect the people of the city? So if you look at the bottom of the, of the right uh, side, on the bottom there, this is from the Chedusha Ramban in Bava Basra. So the bottom right column, Barav Reb Yosef Halevi Zal, that's the Rimagash. The Rimagash says, Oimer, Techimotzi Ma'akvi Abnei Mosach Rita, when is it that you could restrict a non-resident from coming and opening up shop that's when their business is the same thing. And it looks the same. Everything's comparable. So if it's everything's comparable, so the question is local or non-local, so local wins. But however, if it's different merchandise, and we're talking about the businessmen, the local play, the, the uh, purchasers are Jews. In other words, sometimes you could have Jewish vendors and the, and the customers aren't Jewish. So we don't look out for taivas halakuchas if it's not Yehudim. Um, um, but if it's Jews, so then you're throwing another piece into this, uh, another factor into this equation. How do the lakuchas play into this? So says the Rimagash, if the loy shavu adadi and the loychem are, are Jews, loy motzim akiv, so you cannot the the uh, the local vendor cannot be ma'akiv and say you're uh, infringing on my business because the non-resident could say, listen, my pro- my my uh, my product is a little different than yours. It's not exactly the same. I it may be true that if they buy my product, they won't buy your product. Okay, but that I'm offering a product. And it's good for the people to have choice and to have variety. So there's a Teva Salakulchas that plays a role here. So till now, we're very busy with the vendors. And the local vendors, we want to make sure they have business. But that's only when all is equal 
for the people of the city, the Lekulchis. But if the Lekulchis gain, so then the vendor doesn't have a right to say. That's what the Rimagash says. Now, So there's a there's a there's a there's a over there. No, I'm sorry. So the the Ramban argues. So that's the Rimagash. So the Ramban argues and says, no, I, I don't. It's not clear to me like that. I don't. I don't believe that. Because it says. That in Bava Metzia, there's a mission over there that you can't undercut the uh, the standard market price. Over there, the chamim say, "Adarabba, sell cheaper, bring the price down." That's great if you could bring the price down. That's talking about, says the Ramban, when you have two local businesses who have a right to operate, and one of them wants to go cheaper and bring the prices down, the Chachamim says, he's helping out the Lekuchais. I, the other vendor, bring your prices down too. You could sell cheaper like the rest of us, and you'll just sell, and that's the way it goes. But now you want to say, bring in an outside source that's going to now change the prices? Ma'akiv. Do you less the Asik Bade, the Lav Bar It's not your business to come in here and bring down prices. I'm a local guy, I deal with the locals. And out of towners should come, Lutaivas ha locals, that the local vendor has a right to say, stay out of it. So the Ramban is arguing on the Rimagash. The Rimagash is saying that if there's something that's a little different, you can't stop him. And the Ramban says you can. Now, he can. So let's see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. So now, if you skip down to where again, where that gray line starts again, so the Ramban says a svara. L'chayra, he says, how do you ever have? We know there's a rule that a local could stop a non-local from coming in. Now the fact of business is that if there will be another business the prices will go down. That's the fact. It goes. That's the fact the way it is. Supply and demand. That's the way it's going to work. Competition. So every time a non-local comes in, the prices will go down. So if you tell me a non-local is allowed to come in to bring down the prices, that whole halacha falls, flies out the window. So that's what he says. You'll never be able to, to stop him. The more vendors he have, the price goes down. So if we know there's a halacha that a local could keep a non-local out, then by definition that means to say, even though him coming in might lower the prices, it's not, that's not a factor. Two local people, so then if one of them could bring prices down. Since the local vendor is going to lose, so the the other the uh, the uh, non-resident has no power. He has no power to come in like to save the day to bring down prices. Now. But this is a separate prat. This is a separate prat that we're going to talk about. And that is, there's a concept that the local, I don't know what you say, council, the local, whoever's in charge of the city, 
Zayin Tuve Ho'ir, we find such a thing, maybe Bizman Azel, be a concept of the Rabbonne Ho'ir, have a right to make a Tanai Sheyimchar Bekach Bekach. That they're allowed to set limits or set prices if they want. Litoivas Halakuchais. So Toivas Halakuchais plays a role not only in the two vendors who compete with each other, but it's possible for whoever's the Bnei Hamedin, whoever's in charge of this, could regulate the prices. You find in some cities do that with Esraigim. They regulate the prices. Why? So that nobody should be ripped off and everyone should be able to afford an asterisk. Some places say, let the competition, let there be competition. There's an office regim. Someone wants to pay $300 for an asterisk, let them pay it. If any, for everyone else, get $60 asterisk if they want. But in some places they say, no asterisk, more than $80. And finished. Um, they have a right to do that. So that's a separate thing. Um, and if you don't want to sell for our price, we'll get rid of you and put someone else in. The Bnei HaMedina have a right to regulate the commerce. It has to be something normal. If your mom is making the, the guy so cheap, so then you don't have a right to do that. It's, there has to be a balance here between the cost of consumers that they should have um, the, the ability to have cheap enough prices but at the same time, the vendors have to be able to make some money. And again, it's just, that's the way in order for it to work. Okay, umiyu, fine. So that is the Ramban. Umiyu, iloi shavu iskiyadadi. So says the Ramban. Um, if we're just talking about a price difference, that I'm not allowing an outside person to come in. Right? But if really the two products are different, so then, Vade Madino, the Matzalamemele, at Ischachria, Vach Shapira. See, there's two th- ways over here that there will be competition. That the Rimagash comes along and says if there's any difference between the two, for example, in product or in price, so then, since it's Taivas Halakuchas, even an outsider could come in. The Ramban argues says, price? No, price you can't. Price, if it's the same product, you're just coming for cheaper, that I have a proof. If not, you can never be makif. But if it's really a different product, if it's loy shavu, so then one could say, listen, and again, product doesn't mean, it means quality as well. It might be the same thing, but he says, ah, iskach kriya, you have a, a less of a quality, and I have a better quality. You can't stop me from selling different things. If you sell apples, I sell oranges. You can't say, don't come and sell oranges. It's a different product. So if I sell something that's a good quality, and you sell something that's not so good quality, so now the question is how you measure that, but if it's a clear enough difference, so Ramban says that I agree, that's something different. So we have here a machlaikas rishonim about price difference if you collect in an outsider and then everybody seems to agree if it's considered a different product. So let's look in Shulchan Aruch, page 35. Second line from the top is the Ramah. Now this Yeshaimrim, as we'll see, <coughs> is only on half of the story. Because like we just said, the Ramban clearly agrees there's no machlaikas when it's a different product. The only machlaikas is in the price. So yesh aimrim, there are those who say 
When could local residents protest against non-residents? That's only if there's no difference to the purchasers. Number one is they're selling the same price as the rest of the city. And number two, their product is not better than the rest of the city. But if they're willing to give cheaper, or the product is better. So that's why I said, on the product being different, that's not Yeshaimrim. Everybody agrees to that. The Yeshaimrim is only on the cheap price. He's passing like the Rimagash, that if there's a difference in price, you can't be Moicha. So, the Ramah is passing like the Rimagash, that if they're coming in with a cheaper price, so you cannot protest and say you're a non-resident and you don't belong here, you could say I'm offering a cheaper price. If it's a different product, that's a different story. Everybody agrees a different product, you can't protest. Now, the Sma uh, at the top, and the Berhete brings it as well, it goes from the top right to the top left, doesn't have to be that the new guy's bringing in better product. Maybe he's bringing in a worse product too. Cheaper product. Cheaper meaning in quality, right? So, have a lake of tray meaning. That's also like two, like two separate meaning. He says, um, he's speaking from the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef is not so sure. But it sounds like it should be the same thing. What's the difference if it's better quality or, or worse quality? It's, it's like two meaning. Um... Now, now there's another question as well. And the Pesach over there on the bottom, on the right top, Yud Aleph. The question is, what's called cheaper? How much difference of a price is there that you could say, it's such a taivas halakuchais, enough that we're going to let a non-resident compete? So he says, "I'm Bevis Yosef, Mevur Shedas Ari Alevi. That's Ari Magash. Tafilu Muzli Porta. Even if it's a little bit, any price difference is enough. Leimotzi Ma'akvi. You can't stop him. Udeloi Kanemuka Yosef Shekazav Shedas Harav Dafka Bezal Gadol. The Nemuka Yosef seems to learn Shah Ari Magash. It's only if it's a very big difference in price. What big is? I don't know. But a big difference, and then you could say, ah." Oh, that's already a taivas halakuchas, right? But if it's just a small difference, so that we don't say taivas halakuchas. So we have a machlaikas rishainim here in understanding what is considered the rimagash's zol, that you're coming in with a cheaper price. The Ramaz paskening cheaper price is enough to allow non-residents in. And we have here a machlaikas in the rishainim, what that is. And according to our rule till now, it's... Um, almost sveikalakula, which means to say we cannot stop anyone um, from from uh, from opening up, right? Unless we can prove it's zikr aser. So therefore, he would have a right to say my price is cheaper, even if it's a little bit cheaper. That's enough to say that I'm allowed to come in. Um, so that is that is that. So now. Let's just turn one more page, just um, to finish off this Indian. And this also applies, on page 36, is also a very important halacha. Um, what about a craftsman? 
or a uh, service provider. So if you look on the top there, this is from the Kes of Kadashim. Uman top right, Just like store owners could stop a non-resident, what happens if I'm a carpenter, if I'm an electrician, I'm a plumber, I have a business, and now a non-resident wants to come in and compete, I could stop it. But he says, But let's say the, the guest does cheaper. So maybe it's like, like we said before, from the Rimagash, and you're allowed to. What if he does a better job? Or he has better quality work that he produces. So then he is allowed to, you're allowed to allow a non-resident in. So this happens sometimes also. You have people come from out of town, you know, and they, uh, and they, and they want to do some business. They want to do some carpentry or some woodwork or stuff like that. And you have a local guy who does it, right? And uh, so it depends. If it's Mamish, the exact same product, so okay. But if he does a nicer job, he does a, straw, a better quality type of job, his work lasts longer. So that's like two different products, which we know everyone agrees is mutter. Now they do bring down, they don't bring it here in the Marmachimus, but in the back, when they talk about the summary, on page 93, they say, um, where did they say it here? He says that the Pischei Chayshin says um, that <coughs> a non-local would not be able to compete if he is going to put the local completely out of business, even if he's offering better quality. So the Pischei Chayshin wants to say this halacha that we're saying of opening up and competing when you're offering a different or a better product is only if you're not going to put the other guy out of business. If you're going to for sure put him out of business, so then already the local has a right to say, you know, you're not allowed to do that to me. So that's like a little bit of a balance here in how this works. So, so you know, so now let's say, for example, this, this could come up. You know, we talked about this a different time with the pizza shop and things like that. I don't know if we talked about it in the shear, we talked about it after the shear. But let's say you have a pizza shop that just sells pizza. Good pizza, it sells pizza. And then you have another pizza shop that opens up and they also sell pizza. So you say, okay, maybe their pizza is better or worse, right? So it might go into this machlaikis, right? What if they come in and say, you're charging $29 a pie, we could do it for $19.99. Out of towner comes in. Well, that's the machlaikis, the, uh, the rimagash, we paskin, that's okay. You could sell the exact same pizza, right? But it's cheaper, and that I would say, you know, twenty nine ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine is considered every. Even the other Rishayim will agree that's zol yaiser. But let's say it's not. Let's say it's a couple dollars difference, right? So that's the machlekes. What happens if one place sells pizza, the other one opens up and sells pizza and 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 uh, and knishes and uh, and and cheese pretzels? So in second, so is that just uh, a glorified pizza shop, or is that a different product? I'm selling all different product. Yeah, I happen to sell pizza in my store, but my product of a store is not a pizza shop. It's a dairy restaurant, right? Like each, there's you know, there's a lot of nuances over here um, um, in what in what we're talking about. So um, you know, so so this concept of teivas halakuchais is very important. We talked about this as well. Also, what happens if a major supermarket comes in from out of town, owned by out of towner, right? So could any local business say? that, uh, I'm sorry, you can't be here because you're from out of towner. Say, what do you mean? You know, we're going to open up, uh, we could say seasons, because they're not opening up. Right? Right? So, you know, so you go, seasons will come here and open up. 
right? It's one-stop shop. I don't know if it'll be cheaper, more expensive. That I can't tell you. But there's certain, you know, there's a certain taivas halakuchas in having a one-stop shop like that, right? So I can say, listen, we're not just uh, a butcher shop. and a, We're not just a butcher shop, bakery shop, fish shop, sushi shop. We're a whole experience, right? It's a different product, right? So, so you know, till today, you know, non-residents coming in was a very, very hard thing to try to break in. But all of a sudden, you put in taivas halakuchas over here, a lot of shilas come up. Now, again, sometimes it'll be just another pizza shop opening up. It might be a no-brainer. But very often, if someone's going to come in, they're going to try to get a different niche. And then you have to decide, is it the same product, the different product? You know, what's the price? And, and if there's any taivas halakuchas, again, unless they're going to put them out of business. So if put them out of business, that we have the pisgah chayshin saying that maybe you're not allowed to do that, even for better price or things like that. But then on top of that, we have pointed out this concept of the B'nai HaMedina. The B'nai HaMedina. I think this, what do they call in the back here? They call it, uh, they call it, they call it Toivas uh, Ho'ir. Toivas Ho'ir. Um, and we're going to talk about that in a moment, about Toivas Ho'ir, but we, heard, we saw it already with the B'nai HaMedina, with the B'nai HaMedina, of, they're allowed to set prices and things like that. For example, I'll give you an example. Uh, there was once a city that there was a, a, a grocery shop that was owned by a non-local. And then a local wanted to open up. But the, so really, L'chaira, he should, now if it's going to be the same thing, should be okay. The problem was that the, 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 the city, I don't know, whoever's in charge of the city, Askanim, I think it was the Rabbanim, they didn't have such confidence that that local guy could run a good, a good, a good store. And the one that was existing was running very well. And they were afraid that if they closed down the existing one for the new guy, and he's not going to work out, the whole city's not going to have a grocery store. So the toivas halakuchas, in that case, the toivas ha'ir, was to make such a decision. Again, I don't know if they specifically said that, but it might have gone into their cheshman of saying, listen, toivas ha'ir, we need a grocery store. You know what I mean? It's nice you're coming with tightness, you're a local and you want to do it, but, you know, maybe we know you, maybe we've seen what you've done, this is running well, the guy has 10 other grocery stores, he knows what to do, it's not easy business, people try it, they close down, we need a grocery store, we can't take that risk. So that is a, another, B'nai HaMedina is, a, uh, is, a, is, is another, uh, another concept over here. Okay, now let us look at page 37, and this is, this is a very interesting, uh, interesting sugya. And that is as follows. The Beisaisa brings the Marik. Look on the top here, the Marik. Beshoirish, page 37 at the top. Herich moid bedine meilu. The cost of Shazesh, the cost of a rush bechuva. Shadam yachaladar bechal makam shiyirza. The rush says in a chuva, a person has a right to live wherever he wants. And no one could stop him. So if I'm a non-resident and I want to go into a city, I want to become a resident there. And if I become a resident, I get all the rights of residents. Right? No one could stop me. What he means to say is, You can't stop him, I'll be bezden. Listen to this. But if the city is strong enough to close the door in his face, whether they use the government, or any type of forceful way of keeping the guy out, 
Pshita Shereshus Biyadam. So he says, I'll be best and you can't stop him. But you get the government involved. Don't let him into the city. But listen to now this. says the Marik, You can't argue with this. Unless you're a stubborn one and a foolish one. That you don't know, you don't understand, and you don't get to a level of being able to paskin. It's pretty strong. So now says the Bede Kabayis, the Bede Kabayis is the Beis Yosef himself. How do you let him go and get the government involved? Now he writes, Even though the Marik totally went, he was, you know, sort of went a little crazy, that he really went strong against anyone who tries to argue with him, that's not going to stop me from writing what I want. This is like Just because he said, anyone who argues doesn't know how to learn and doesn't understand anything, I'm arguing, says the Beisai. It doesn't make any sense. He says, how could it be? It doesn't make any sense. It's a little hard to understand. So if you turn the page to page 38, the Chazanish comes to explain what the Marik really means, not like the Beisai. Or I should say, not like the Beisai of understanding. And at the top there, on the right, where there's that arrow, um, Now he brings the Marik's actual lashon. So we're talking about a situation where you have like a a, a, a sar, a governor who like he he's owns the city. It's like he, he is in charge. He owns the city. If you want to work in that city, so you have to like get hired by the sar. And then you have the rights to work there. So now what's going on here? A new guy wants to come in. He wants to come in and then he wants to, once he's in, he wants to get rights to, to, in the city. So the basic idea here is that the basic idea is that it's not so pushit that a person has a right to move into the city. It's not like our cities today. We don't need rishus from anyone to move in. You don't have to go to the government and pay your way in. You go buy a house and you're there. You rent a house and you're there. But in those days, the city was owned by a sar. And anyone who was let in by the sar had certain rights. Now, if a new guy wants to come in and get rights because of that, so the locals have a right to, to try to stop him from coming in. Because there's a difference between taking away someone's chus and not allowing him to get a new chus. If you live in a city, you have chusim. But if he has, doesn't live here yet, we could stop him if it's going to infringe on us. Obviously, we're doing it for a reason, because if he comes in, he's going to infringe on us. So therefore he says... Um, it's just like, just like you could stop a non-resident from opening up shop. Why are you allowed to stop him from doing that? Because we as a city have our rights. So, The Tsar could do what he wants. The governor could do what he wants. He could get as many people here. If he allows them in, they get the schosen. But the 
So he's saying a big chiddush. The, the Chazan is saying what the Marik really means is that of course the Sar has a right to allow anyone in here. But we also have a right to try to stop him from allowing new people in. And that's not taking away someone's chus because he doesn't have a chus to be here. He doesn't have a chus to be here. You're, you're being my now, you're preventing him from getting a new chus. That's what you're allowed to do. That's what you're allowed to do. Um, now, if you go down to the to the to the bottom uh, bottom two lines over there, to Islam Ches, he says, We're talking about someone from outside. A local where you're not allowed to protest and stop him from opening up shop. Not only are you not allowed to go to the government, you can't stop him yourself. So basically he's saying, and he continues and he says, um, he continues and he says that what we're talking about here is preventing someone from getting a right. The Marik calls you can prevent someone from getting a right. But once someone has a right, you can't stop him. Not by going to the government and not yourself. And he writes over here, um, um, Let's say somebody has a right to open up a store. So I'm going to say, okay, you have a right to open up a store. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a picket line in front of it. So anyone who wants to get through to your store can't get through. You can't do that, right? If he has a right to do it, you can't stop him. Don't do it the Marik. So this is the basic idea. He says, you need, he, he uh, continues, says, um, the four lines from the end of this paragraph, says, So we're talking about, the Marik is referring to a case where someone wants to acquire a new right. So let's say, for example, this is not a great example, but let's say, let's say someone, someone um, doesn't live in a specific neighborhood. So he's not a local, right? And he wants to come in and he wants to, um, and he wants to, uh, I have a store in a certain strip shop, in a strip uh, mall, and he wants to rent a store in that mall also and open up. So once he's there, perhaps I can't stop him. But... I could go to the to, to the uh, to the what's it called to the, um, the, the, the what do you call him the the landlord. I go to the landlord and I say, listen, you know, I don't want him to. Uh, I don't want you to. He's not to, to rent to him. I could stop him. From, now it's not the greatest of cases because if he's a local, he has a right to do it. But a similar type of thing where you could stop someone from coming in, or for example, um, uh, see. Yeah, so if we could stop someone from coming in. So there's a chilek here between taking away someone's chus or stopping him from getting a new chus. Now, now the um, so that is that is that. Um, now on 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 page thirty nine, 
On page 39, we have a Chassam Seifer, which is similar to what we talked about before with the Teves HaMedina. And the Chassam Seifer basically says that in the olden days, there was a concept of Bezdin who ran the city. They had a Yad to run the city. So Chassam Seifer says like this, anything that Bezdin, if they would have had the power, would have done because it's the Teva for the people, you could get the government involved to get that done as well. You get that. And he says, you see, there's a concept of Taivas HaMedina, we find the Gemaras talk about, and the uh, Basra, that the butchers had certain takanas for themselves to regulate things. The Beishmul gives an example of a safety issue. Beishmul gives an example, let's say you had somebody who had a, uh, there was a guy who was, who was producing and selling gunpowder in a building that wasn't fireproof. So, are you allowed to go and tell the authorities and, and, and stop him? So he says, it's a safety issue, it's a danger. If Bezin would be here, they'd shut the guy down, right? So you have a right to do that. So obviously, you have to be very careful in such a case of Takanas Ha'ivas Ho'ir, that a person's being intellectually honest, that he's doing it really L'Taivas Ho'ir, and not because of his own, what's it called? But the, the concept does exist. So let's just end off here with this, on page 40, the Chazanish, that I mentioned before, between Mincha Mariv. Um, so again, tonight we talked about the concept of different prices and different products, which will allow a non-resident to come in. We talked about um, a, a craftsman who does different type of work, which also allow a non-resident. Then we talked about a concept, the marik, of there's a difference between someone who has a schus and taking it away and preventing a schus. Then we have this concept from the Chassam Seifer of Teivas Ho'ir. Certain things and regulations are for the good of the people, not just in prices, but in all different things. Now comes along the Chazanish and says like this. What have we been talking about for the last few weeks? We've been talking about, you have a local Uman who's allowed to prevent a non-resident and saying, you're ruining my parnasa. Einai al-tzad It's not reality. Meaning, he's not ruining your parnasa in reality. Ela al-tzad chiv ha-ishtadlus. It's a chiv of ishtadlus. Why? Shekom is a of shaladom k'suvim leim rashanav ad yom kippur. No one could take away your parnasa. Your parnasa is set for Hashanim Kippur. Do you really think if a non-resident comes in, so you'll make less money this year? Hashem already said how much money you're going to make. It makes no difference who's here, who's not. And you won't make any more money if the guy's not here. So really, he's saying in Mitzios, your taina of Pasuk L'chiyuse is not a true taina. Because you can have, they never really do it. But there is a chiv of ishtadlus. Just like you're not, you can't sit at home and say, my parnas is ksuva, the Rabban Shalom will send it in the mail. I don't have to go out and work. No, you're mechiv to do what's normal work. That's what ishtadlus is. Whatever normal is, but a person is obligated to make ishtadlus. Part of the ishtadlus is that whatever the business norm is, I have a right to say, I don't want a non-resident here. The competition is not normal hishtavlis. Okay? Rakimatz nichz hishtavlis doi. V'choyv harchokas hanezek mitzad reyeyu. V'iloy motzi ma'akev 
Now, what about the other case? When I'm not allowed to stop him. I'm not allowed to stop him. Again, he's not really going to make my parnasa less. Just that the terrorists tell him over there, that's not your chiyavishtalus to try to stop it. He's not being mazik you. The one who gives the parnasa of every creation. If you lose a little business from him, you're still going to make the same amount of money you're supposed to. And a person who chases after imaginary causes for making Parnassah or losing Parnassah according to his heart and his eyes is Hevel. So, so very stark. But it's, again, it's putting it into perspective over here. Because till now it sounds very much the guy's stealing my Parnassah. Because saying, slow down. In reality, nothing, there's nothing here. It's all part of Ishtadlis. It's all part of Ishtadlis. What your Ishtadlis is. And that's why the Chazanish, I don't know if it's in this piece, but there's a different piece where he writes that if a person thinks about it, if you think about it, really, if, he has, if there's a right for a competitor to move in, you should be happy and you should help him. And it was really a Maisa Shahaya, Menei Brak, a very famous story that happens. There was a printer who oh, had a printing shop. He was the only printer in the entire Menei Brak, you know, prints signs and stuff like that. Then a guy opened up across the street, Mamash across the street. And he, not only did he get to the kids where Mamash getting upset, Mamash across the street, and the, the father, the owner of the printing shop, he went across and he said, could I help you out? I'll help you give you my, uh, you know, whatever it is. And, and uh, you know, you need any help in setting up and, and, and contacts and things like that. And they couldn't believe it. And that's what the Chazanish wrote. And he said, because if you really understand how this all works, you'll realize you should be happy. And this is what the Balabas told his children. He said, till now I was the only printer in B'nai Brak. So my chiyavishtatlus was to take every job that came. Right? doesn't make a difference. I'm going to make the same money. Hashem decided how much money I'm going to make this year. But my ishtadlus says I've got to take every job. Now there's another printer. He could share the burden with me. So my ishtadlus now is only half. I'm going to still make the same money. He can't take money away from me because it comes the nice of Shalom Ksuvim. That's a real maimon. So that's why the Chazanish says if you really believe in all this, you'll be happy when there is a permitted competition because he's just going to help you out in, what you, in your ishtadlus. But the Chazanish is saying, in a non-permitted competition, then part of your Hishtadlus is to make a macha, which is a very interesting thing. It's a very interesting thing. You would think, what do you mean, let the guy come in? He says, no, because there's normal business practice is not to allow non-residents in. That's not, in the world of commerce, fair competition. If that's not normal, so your Hishtadlus is to protest. But the exact opposite, when he has a right to be here, so either Rabbah, your Ishtalus is not to protest. And it doesn't change anything. And this is what I was trying to say before. It's, these words are, are like golden. That puts like this whole sugya into a perspective here from the Chazanish. And Bez Hashem, we will continue on Wednesday with the next, uh, the next topic.